Welcome back to another episode of Nach Daily, covering the entire Tanakh, one parak at a time. I'm Rabbi Shai Sussman, and I'm happy to be starting Sefer Daniel with everyone. Today is going to be an introduction and general overview of the Sefer, then in the next year we'll actually begin. Sefer Daniel covers a significant portion of Jewish history and world history. It begins with the destruction of the first base Hamikdash, prophetically touches upon the Persian, Greek, and Roman empires, including the rebuilding of the second base Hamikdash, and lastly, his famous prophecies about the end of days, which included Mashiach, Tchias HaMesim, and Olam Haba. Daniel himself, in the last chapter, is given the actual date of when Mashiach is going to come. However, there's debate amongst the Mephorshim whether he actually understood its meaning. All agree, though, the meaning of his words will reveal themselves to be readily understood in the times of the ultimate redemption. In fact, the Medjur Socher Tov 31.7 brings, there were only two people Hashem revealed the Kates, and to, which were Yaakov and Daniel. It should be noted there were many tzaddikim who thought they knew when Mashiach would come and actually predicted specific dates. Among them were Rav Yagon, the Ramban, the Rambam, Rashi, Rabbeinu Bachya, the Malbim, and others. I recently asked Rav Nussan Sherman about how these Torah giants were able to predict when they thought Mashiach would come, when even that was possibly hidden from Daniel. Essentially, Rav Nussan Sherman answered me, although Mashiach can come at any time, there are certain times in history when it seems more prudent for Mashiach to come. These Torah luminaries felt by telling people a specific date, it would increase their longing and hope for Mashiach. It should be noted it was not just a tool they used to bring Bring hope to the nation, but they themselves actually felt Mashiach was coming also. The breakdown of Sefer Daniel is as follows. The first six chapters are essentially a chronology, a chronology of the events that took place, which is the story of Daniel, while the last six chapters are prophetic visions. Daniel was taken by Nebuchadnezzar at the age of 15 from Yerushalayim with his friends Hananiah, Azariah, and Mishael, who were 13. Daniel and his friends Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah were among the brightest and most promising of the Jewish nation. They were to be the future leaders when Nebuchadnezzar Nebuchadnezzar destroyed the base of Mengdash, he took them back to Babylonia with him. Nebuchadnezzar's idea was to assimilate the future leaders of the Jewish nation by educating them in his ways. This way, there would be no hope left for Am Yisrael. However, we know the watcher of Israel doesn't sleep nor slumber. It was precisely Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah who were the ones to pronounce God's name amongst the nations of the world by bringing God's name back into the picture. Much like the gallows Haman built to destroy Mordechai was the very thing which became Haman's downfall, so too the very same plan Nebuchadnezzar wanted to do by taking Daniel and his friends with him was precisely where his downfall came came from. It was Daniel who prayed three times a day regularly, instituted not to eat food together with non-Jews, and threw himself into the lion's den, only to subdue them with his power of prayer. Daniel himself was from the Davidic dynasty, from the tribe of Yehuda. The symbol of Yehuda is a lion. It can be said it takes a lion to subdue another lion. It was precisely someone from David HaMelech who similarly excelled in the world of Tefillah, who would roar to God to subdue the natural world. While Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah proclaimed God's name by jumping into the Kivshanaish, the fiery furnace in plain sight of Nebuchadnezzar and the nations of the world. Now there's an awesome medrash in Shir Hashirim regarding Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. 
Initially, they asked Daniel, Nebuchadnezzar set up an idol for us to bow down. What should we do? Daniel told them to ask the great Yechezkel Hanavi. They went to Yechezkel and asked, what should we do? Yechezkel told them, I have a tradition from Yeshaya Hanavi to go into hiding for some time until it passes. To which they responded, really? If we go into hiding, all the nations will assume we bowed. They won't know exactly what happened. We actually want to actively defy orders in front of everyone to sanctify God's name. Yechezkel responded, by saying, if that's what you want, I'll ask God. Hashem told Yechezkel, I will not help them out and don't expect a miracle. Yechezkel then told Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, God will not protect you, to which they responded, whether or not he does, we're willing to lose our lives to sanctify God's name. Immediately after they left, Hashem appeared to Yechezkel again and said, do you think I won't protect them? Of course I will, but you needed to let them go. This way they will walk with perfect faith. Meaning, Hashem didn't want Hanani, Mashal, and Azariah to rely on a miracle. He wanted them to have perfect and complete emunah in God. Indeed, as we know, Hashem saved them. Undoubtedly, them jumping into the fire and the public spectacle gave the Jews at that time period strength and hope. After the base Hamikdash was destroyed, Jerusalem ravaged, and the kingship in shambles, the Jews felt perhaps God no longer wants us and chose Nebuchadnezzar over us. After all, isn't he the agent of God? It was Daniel and his friends' act of defiance, display of perfect faith, and prophecies about the exact date of the final redemption, which lifted the Jews' spirits from then until even even now for all generations. As we mentioned earlier, there are times in world history when it's more opportune for Mashiach to come. Perhaps now is one of them. When we are all relegated to our homes, we are relearning to trust in Hashem, to focus on what really makes a difference in life. As we are taken away from our daily routines, we need to yearn and long for the final redemption. As the Gemara brings, in Nisan we were redeemed, and in the month of Nisan we will be redeemed. Let us merit to experience the coming of Mashiach as we say ani mamen bemuna shlema bevias hamashiach ve'af al pi sheyismamaya im kol zeachakalo bechol yom sheyavo. I believe in perfect faith in the coming of Mashiach, even though it may be delayed. I will wait every day for him to come. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Nach Daily. We'll begin the safer in the next year. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.